stay there. You know what? I believe that every single person on this planet can make a difference. And I believe that we all have something to offer, something that's so unique that it will change somebody else's life. I believe we all deserve to step into our true selves. And I believe that every single person needs to feel great about themselves. I want you to step into who you truly are and I want you to make a difference for somebody else and for yourself. And I don't think it's that hard. It's a matter of putting one step in front of the other and just taking action. And I'm interviewing guests that have done just that. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where you can make that decision to make your life count. It all starts with you saying yes. Howdy and welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench podcast. Now, this week I'm chatting with someone about an invention and actually bringing that invention to life. It's called Lead and Hand and I'm chatting with Megan Munkoff, who is the co-founder. Her dad invented the product. Um, you're going to love this. If you're thinking about um, putting a product out into the market, you've got an idea in your head and you're thinking, how do I manufacture this? You know, what, what do I do? Don't give up because this product that Megan's going to talk about today is is really helpful, really helpful for a lot of people. But in particular, she'll tell you a story about a lady with arthritis in her hands and how it's changed her life. So if you've got something you want to invent or you want to, one of your inventions in your head and you want to get it out there, hopefully this um, episode today is going to inspire you. So let's get on with it and welcome, Megan. Thank you. How are you today? <laughs> Oh, I'm fantastic. Always busy, but you know, that's a good thing, I think. Keeps me out of mischief. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, well, Megan, I'm so glad you've um come on and to share your idea because there's so many people out there with um inventions, you know, ideas. And well, some are some have actually made it to a prototype and then they don't go any further. Some people have still got an invention in the head. Some people think, oh, somebody should make this that would make it better without thinking that they could perhaps make it. So uh you've just made a product with your dad and um it's out now out on the market and I want to sort of run through that because I think a lot of people could uh, take a lot of lessons from you and I'm sure you've learned a lot of lessons on the way but thank you tell us about so your product is called lead and hand and um, we'll go into the backstory in a minute but before we do tell us what the product is what it does and what it looks like you know just so we know what we're talking about for the podcast yeah so um Pretty much it's just an organiser for all your hoses, cords and uh, extension leads, anything that can be rolled up and you want to store away. So, you know, just to clean things up a bit and that sort of thing, um, there's lots of things on the market that do very much the same sort of thing, but we do think that this is simple. It's one product and it's all in one piece. So, you know, we've put a lot of time and effort into the design and things like that. Um, and we just, we're trying to just get it out there. So pretty much what you do is you anchor your lead or your rope in one side of it. Um, usually that's the male end if you're doing your extension lead. And from there, it just clicks in, like, and literally just clicks in. That's what it does. Um, and from there, you can hang it wherever you like store it in a corner, put them on top of each other, and they pretty much just 
you know, you can pull the bottom one out without annoying anybody else. So as far as caravans and things like that, we think that this is, you know, the next big thing. So we're excited. Yeah, it's fantastic. And to, to explain it even a little bit deeper, it's like there's like a handle, you know, and, and you you like you said, you hook in one bit and then but but this whole you loop the leads in, you know, and, and and this is one of the biggest problems that we have, and I have it, you know, you get an extension lead and you roll it over your arm and the next thing it buckles and you've got all this bloody, you're trying to wrap it up and, you know, and you bugger up all your leads. But not only that, they all come unraveled, you know, and then they tangle up with each other. So exactly what you're saying just makes these extension leads and ropes and other hoses and stuff, they roll and they, they hang in this holder that is like nothing's tangled it's just the, the perfect loops you know and and I love the idea I think it's so many people have got so many tangled bloody cords all around their all around their place and in the shed you know I've I've been so particular about um hanging looping them properly do you, you know but then they still come undone I'm gonna tie them up with a bit of hay band or something you know so that they don't bloody spew out all over the place so I absolutely love it, and it's only small and holds in, fits in your hand. The other thing you didn't mention, see, I'm a better salesperson. You want me to come and do work for you? But you, it, fits, absolutely. it fits in the cup of your hand, you know, and as you just roll and, like, it's not awkward. You just roll it into this plastic thing that's sitting in your hand and boom, 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 and in it goes. And if you probably need to watch me on the YouTube clip because I'm just I'm being a little bit over um, uh, zealous with my hands. I love the idea. Now, what, what's the backstory? Yeah, so Dad, he comes up with quite a number of good ideas. Um, this was just something that we thought this is a way to do it. Um, this is really simple. It's compact. And like you said, it sits in, the, in your hand, So, which means that, you know, you don't have to go back through the toolbox trying to find it when you go to pack up at caravan parks or whatsoever. Um, and it is. It's one piece. So there's there's no moving parts. It's all in one piece. It's it's um injection um molded. So which means that when it comes back, it actually comes back to the exact stage that it was molded at. So oh, it's the process was awesome just to watch how it all gets manufactured and things like that. Now, before we get before we keep talking more about your dad and when yep. you've got one in your hand there, I can see yes. it, right? And I yep. do a thirty second promo on um uh, so 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 do a visual for us. I hold it up and say this is this is the lead in hand, and then you put your little thing in here, go and do that, and then I'll use that as the the uh. Go on. All right. <laughs> so this is our leading hand. You've got two little holes here at the bottom which has got a zippy tie in it, that's where you put your cord through and you anchor it in there. So as far as the next one, it just goes straight in and the loops just sit into that little handle there and you got it all in one. And then your Everything face just, just your face disappears, Megan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. That's yep. fantastic, yeah. So your leads, your leads just wrap around in there. They loop properly. They don't get tangled, and you just hang it up through that little hook, through that hole, by a hook in the shed or in your caravan, yep. whatever. And that's a bloody ingenious idea. That's yeah, lead so, in hand. Yep, because it's all in one piece. 
that's what you get. And it comes back to the exact same shape. So it just clicks in every time. So yep. that's your click and, yep, holds everything together. Yep, love it. Love it. Fantastic. <laughs> now tell us about your dad because your dad invented it and yep. he's a bit of an inventor. So what 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 was his challenge? Like, Why did he invent that? What was going on for him? So for dad, he had... He's got a lot of machinery and things like that. He's got a lot of tools and he decided that he needed a way to clean everything up. His shed has never looked so pristine clean as it does today. So it's um it's just a, another way that he needed, you know, he had ropes and cords and being on a farm, you know, he's got his oxy and acetylene, he's got his air hoses, everything and this just means that he can roll them up, hook them up on the wall, and they're done. There's there's no way that, you know, they can get tangled or anything like that. Um, he, he did go through a very big process of, you know, designing and things like that. So, it, yeah, it was a long, tedious kind of time that it, he thought about it. And then once we got started, well, that's when the process started. Yeah, yeah. So I lo- I love that, that, that they always say that you should write a book if you want to write a book, write one. You know, because a lot of books happen because um, I'm looking for that information, I can't find it anywhere, so I'm just going to write the bloody book. Or I'm looking for a solution, I can't find it, therefore I'm just going to create it. And I I love that. How long did your dad think about it before he like how long how long was he constantly saying, "Oh, bloody need something to stop these leads" before he did something. So he did make a few prototypes. I would say that it's probably three to five years. Yeah. The the thought process was there. Um, But then it's taken us another two and a half to three years to get through the patenting and design and all the rest of it that you have to go through just to get a product out on the on the line, yeah. Yeah. Um, people might be listening and have have no idea. You know, I have this idea. I imagine in my head what it might look like, but I've got no idea where to go or where where do you go? Like, like if you've got this idea, how do you find someone to manufacture it? How do you find how to patent it? How do you do all that stuff? Yeah, we were super lucky. We, um, we got hold of our engineer first and he drew it up for us and all that sort of thing. So from there we did actually have the patenting process in the in the channels, yeah. but it did take a little bit. But if you're going to start it again, I would start with a an engineer and so he would actually design it, draw it up, and then you'd get, in our case, a 3D mould. Yeah. And that gave, that gave us a really good idea of the shape and everything like that. Dad had already made a prototype. So his prototype he made pretty much in the in his shed and in the kitchen sink at Mum and Dad. Um, and it was made out of just your 90mm downpipe that, you know, PVC. That's, that's where it started. So, yeah, our engineer was pretty lucky that we had that already done. He did say that most people come... And they've got actually no idea on how it's going to start or how it's going to work. So he then has to really go through the channels and all that sort of thing. We'd already, it was really only just moving out that, you know, the angles and making sure that everything worked. 
yeah, absolutely yeah. pristine. Yeah. What sort of engineer does this? Like, is it a specific engineer that that that, or can you just go to any engineer? Like, um, so any, but, you know. yeah, it would depend on what your product is. Yeah, yeah. The, the our engineer, he was awesome. He he does a lot of tooling and things like that for your plastics. Yeah. So that that's his kind of where he goes. Um, and he's got a lot of different contacts that we used, and one of his contacts was our our actual plastics man that that we use today. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And I love, you know, like that there's, you know, I, I do have an issue with too much plastic being in the in the environment, but this kind of thing is not that's it's not a it's a sturdy solid one that'll last for a hundred years. You know, like you can wrap your leads up forever and ever and you're not gonna be just piffing them. You know, a lot of plastics are that bloody flimsy and shit, you know, that they snap and then you 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 ditch them and, and they never go. But if you got something that's really solid and it lasts forever and ever and ever and you know everyone you you, you continue to need them because we're gonna need we're gonna need them forever. Like we're I think people have been tangling ropes for hundreds and hundreds of years, you know, and, and so I really love that. When you're saying about your dad making it in the kitchen sink, like I'm thinking about your mum and I was thinking, what's his name, Darcy? Darcy, yeah. get your bloody pipe out of me sink, you know. Yeah. <laughs> was he, how many, like, like, T- tell us about that because I've just got i got a vision that's probably not accurate, you know, of your man, your, your father just standing there forever, it'll popping at the bloody sink and your mum wanting to wash the veggies and stuff. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so being out on the farm, mum's pretty used to this sort of thing. Um, <laughs> but, yes, we he did do a few prototypes, so it was an ongoing process, but he pretty much cut it out of the 90 mil over in the shed brought it over and that's when he could actually like heat it up with the hot water, yeah. mould it into position. So, yeah, it was an ongoing process and probably a messy one too, but, you know, that's what we deal with. Is your dad an inventor? Like is he is he that sort of person that's always coming up with resourceful ideas, you know, to, for things? He is, yes. He's always come up with weird and wonderful ideas um, and, you know, it's just one of those things that being out on the farm, you yeah. you don't have everything at your fingertips. So, which means that if you need something, you pretty much got to build it. And so that's what Dad does. He's very resourceful, and yep, that's you know how it is. Oh no, I get it because we got a little farm. We, well, we've got eleven acres, and it's a hobby farm with rescue cows and donkeys. You know, yep. but it's the same. I collect all sorts of little things, and my partner's always like, "Chuck it out! That's rubbish!" And I'm like, "No, no, that'll come no. in useful." So I've got a a very big, uh, useful section of my useful stuff section in my shed, and I tell you yep. what, I'm always always inventing things out of that useful stuff so um i i'm i'm with your dad i love it absolutely yeah. and so, recycle reuse yeah it's absolutely you know and you don't have a lot to play with so everything is a resource yeah. everything is something that you you will need at some stage so don't throw it out you know I'm the same, you know. I I I can't stand throwing stuff at the tip, do you know? And it's I'm not not been not same as your dad, not been scavenging or or hoarding, 
But yeah. it's kind of like shit. That's going to go in landfill if I throw it, you know. And I guarantee in six months I'm going to be like, I know I had a tiny little bit of pipe that I could use to buddy, you know, to to, to block off the electric fans, you know, and stuff like that. And then you're like, where is it? And so, you know, I'm I I know I keep everything so that I can do. It. Now, you where where did you get involved? Because um, now you're part of the crew. You 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 and your dad are now. Co-founders, like your co-directors, whatever, of this um, uh, business. So what made your dad drag you into it? (laughs) So it is very much a family affair. We are a very tight-knit family. Um, My two brothers are in North Queensland. So, um, you know, we're all spaced out uh, right over Australia. So that's, you know, one of those things. But dad doesn't really leave the farm let's face it. So it's not something that, you know, he could just pop down the road and where he is, there's no engineers, there's no no one close. So me being in Melbourne, I said, look, I've probably got more people here, you know, that I can call on. I've got a lot of people that we actually got um, contacts from. We've got friends that are already making things out you know, and selling them. So it was more of a I've got the contacts and I'm in the right place at the right time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So where, where, where when, is your dad in Queensland as well? Yes, so dad's central Queensland. Wow. Yep. So mm-hmm. he's on a, on a cattle farm there and he's got um, machines and things like that. So it's not so, it's not easy for him to leave the farm just no. Go and do something. So, but yeah, also, also not just easy. It's like, and your you two brothers in North Queensland. It's not not that it's not even just easy because you've got commitments, but it, it's that bloody far to go. Like, I don't, you know, a lot of people. I know Australians get it, but anyone listening from overseas, it's like if you live in central Queensland, you're traveling for three days before you see anybody. Do you know? Like it's it's <laughs> you don't just go for the sake of going unless no, it's bloody important. <laughs> yeah, and to get down down here on the plane, oh, it's a massive feat. Yep, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so what do you, so you're running, you're sort of running the sales and, and you, you, I saw, so I see that you're doing markets, oh, not markets, but um, trade shows and stuff like that. Does your dad come down to do them with you or are you doing them all on your own? So at the moment, it's actually my husband and I manning the sites. Yeah. Um, we just did one at Scoresby the other day and it was fantastic. So that was a four by four and and caravan show just because we're trying to get it out there now we actually we actually made the product more for the industrial side of it Mm -hmm. um more of the mining in industry and that sort of thing but then we started talking to marketing people and they're like did you realize there's a massive market in caravans and camping and the domestic market yeah so we just thought why not we'll just chuck it out there it's you know only 40-something K down the road, I'll just go and do that for three days and see how it goes. And we had, like, wonderful um, people wow. come to us and say, you know, how much it looks so easy and it is so easy. Why did nobody come up with this before? That's what so, everyone says. <laughs> yeah. What about, you know, and there's also Farm World, you know, there's also the that sort of stuff. There's tons of caravan camping expos. I'm also thinking about musos because I'm, I'm a, well, well, I'm, you know, I'm no, 
All right, here I am tangling myself up. I was, I was going to say I'm a muso. I am a fighting muso. I was nearly going to say, well, I'm not anymore, but that's bullshit. I'm not going to own that. Um, it, it's But, you know, for musos, I know myself. I, I've got a milk crate down here that I stole at some point, and it, it is full of freaking leads, to, you know, like yeah. it's full of leads. And musos always have leads hanging up it, all over the joint. So there's another, mind you, most musos are... Uh, bit broke because it's the only trade that you buy a $5,000 guitar to drive 500 miles to earn 50 bucks. But anyway, yep. <laughs> but there's also that, yeah. So the, I reckon there's um so many um, industries or, or so many professions, so many opportunities out there that just haven't happened yet. You know, you just haven't found yeah. it. it um, PAs, music guys that, guys that go and do um, uh, set up PAs for you know, like um, community shows, you know, you know, all that. God, God there'd be tons, yeah. tons uh, of the, the feedback that we had from people at the markets was phenomenal. But probably yeah. the one that hit my heart the most was there was a an older couple um, that still do their caravanning. Um, the lady came up to me and she was like, oh, can I just have a go? And I'm like, absolutely, not a problem. Um, so she's actually got arthritis in her hand. Wow. Her husband's got a walking stick. And because she can't actually have the mobility of her fingers, this fits in the palm of your hand and it keeps everything together. So that was just something that threw us, you know, that was just a spanner in the works really. So we were like, oh, my God, where can this go? Oh, uh- a mil- I think it can go to a million places you haven't even thought of yet. And so, yep. so it's such a wonderful idea. And it, I can just, you've just hit me in the feels there, you know, like there, there's so many people that, um, and particularly older people who they they are losing the mobility of their hands and, and there's already the frustration that I'm getting old. You know, people hate this aging, you know, it's because we're losing our dexterity. We're losing, you know what I mean? We're just not as independent as we used to be. And, and, and it, I think anything that gives a person back their independence, you know, is, is it's life changing. And I think we underestimate the value of something that can give a person quality of life and, and a simple little yellow, you know, plastic. <laughs> and change somebody's life like I, I love that I, I just love it love it yeah I, I was just taken back by that one I was like okay this is a whole new world yep. yeah that is fantastic and so I was going to ask you what sort of feedback you received but I reckon that's I reckon you've nailed oh. that one like bloody you know that that's amazing um, what is you what what's been your greatest learning out of all that? And you might not know, but you might not be able to nominate the exact greatest, but just going through this process, what's something that you learned that you thought, oh holy hell. Yeah, so the injection process is phenomenal. Um, but like I said, we've had such great people behind us. They sort of stepped us through, and I put a lot of um, onus back on them. So our engineer and our um, injection moulding people, they actually worked together really well and didn't bring me into it so much, which was great because I know nothing about it. Um, but now I look at things in a whole different way. And like you were saying before, you know, everything's made out of plastic, but 
we've actually we're actually using nylon here. So it's we went through the process of looking at um, recycled plastic and that sort of thing. So just that I learnt so much about because obviously the recycled plastics you don't get a, a pure product. Yep. So which means that when they're injecting it in at such high psi, it can just go everywhere. Yeah. Um, so that's why we had to come back to a pure product that can be recycled yeah. because I really wanted to keep that in, in perspective because that is a lot of a lot of people ask, you know, can it be recycled or are you re- using recycled plastic? And, and that was one thing, like we're trying to keep it all Australian, we're trying to do the right thing and, and make it so that, you know, this is going to last forever and that's why we made it for the industry we it's bomb proof <laughs> absolutely bomb proof yeah i love that and, and i love that you've considered the sustainability aspect as well do you know and how do we do this ethically do you know how do we do this well and and you know i'm just going to say it and mcdonald's are going to hate me but all those plastic shit things you get in mcdonald's you know in in the what do you call those little me- happy meals and shit like that like Honestly, like that is that is making plastic for the sake of bloody making plastic. Yeah, and you know damn well it's going to end up in like that's to me that's unethical and it's just bloody irresponsible. Do you, you know that sort of stuff? But I love I love that you've been through that process and I love that and I love that you learned more about it because that's going to make you even more aware of plastics and, and and more aware of the environment and more aware of how we can make things better because we still need to make things like there's there's a place for making things that are needed, you know, but there's not a place for making rubbish that 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 is some kid's going to step on or dog chew up and end up in the buddy. But I, I, and I love how thick they are too. I love that you can see how sturdy. Yeah, they've just got a real, they've just got a real toughness about them. So I, I yeah, I love, I love. And even if you didn't use them for, you caught, you wouldn't throw them away because you'd still bloody <laughs> store so many other bloody things with them. But I love. Well, this the same lady that actually had the arthritis. She's actually going to use them for her shopping bags. Oh, because God. she can keep two shopping bags in there. Yeah, and because because you can anchor it to whatever, you're not going to lose it. Yeah, so. You know, she was like, oh, can I have two packets? And I was like, oh, yes, you can. So, yeah, she definitely was one of those people that had her mindset that this is going to change her life. I love that. Absolute far out. I love that. I love that. What are you, um, what's your dad, right, being yep. an inventor, because now that this has taken off, right, is your dad now going, oh, far out. What else can I invent? This is fantastic. Is it like, has it made him get a little bit silly in the head, like, you know, in, invention-wise, going a bit crazy? Oh, so he's got lots of inventions. The biggest thing that he, we've just got to work out which one we're going to do next. <laughs> so, yes, it, it is endless, <laughs> absolutely endless. He has always thought of different things and, you know, every now and then he says to me, oh, I thought of that years ago. Why didn't I do that? But the thing with it is that you need the time and the money. Oh, uh, yeah. And you never have both. And, you know, this process that we've gone through, we now know, like you said, we've learned so much. We've got all our contacts. We've got lots of people that we know in different industries now. Um, 
And so which means that, you know, if we if we do start to make some good money out of this and, you know, and definitely is, is doable, um, it just means that we can go to the next product. We can bring out that next big thing um, and keep the ball rolling. I love it. Love it so much. And and you you said something really important in there that um no you didn't. You, you yes you did. You said a lot of important things, but there was one thing that triggered my mind that that you know you you now that we've gone through the process, you know, now that we've got this um a, a lot of that I'm thinking is that that you you went through that process, you asked people, do you know, and a lot of people don't ask anyone because they feel like they feel like someone's going to steal my idea or, do you know, or I don't want to tell people about it. But unless we ask for help, you, you know, where we're not actually going to get anywhere with this product. And and with the patenting, tell me about that, because for people who are fearful, you know, that, that someone's going to steal my product, and I do get it because there are assholes out there. There's no doubt about that. There are people like that. But where where when you where do you go for patenting and how long how long and you might not know all these answers but how far ahead can you patent and that sort of stay within your ownership before it expires like how long have you I don't understand that process because I've never built something like that yep so the patenting process takes a minimum eighteen months just for Australia wine. Wow. That's from the moment you engage a patent officer th- through to when they can actually start doing, you know, you can start doing something. You can start building something on um, a patent if you've got it in the process. So you actually have to know that, you know, you've gone through that process and it's patent pending, So which means that, you know, there can, can still be people that say that's very close to my idea or, you know, that sort of thing. And you can come unstuck there a little bit. However, we were really lucky in that our our patenting went through quite fast. So 18 months is is pretty much what our patenting went through. We then went and did our trademarking and design. So that then means that nobody can take our name and nobody can take the style and the and the shape and use it for something else and because our because it's so universal um it will be used for so many other things that we never thought let's yeah. face it so yeah and but it's probably taken from the patenting process to now about two and a half years wow. um to get it out on the market so you know that's a costly episode without actually getting anywhere and seeing a product yeah yeah so that this time and money is is real i think that um it, it, that can frustrate a lot of people like a lot of people are just like no oh, i want to sell it now do i want it to go now but i think anything that's worthy anything that's no i don't know about worthy but anything that's like anything's really good i can't think of another word it it, it, it takes time like you've got to have a lot of no, the good things don't just happen overnight. You know, there's, a, there's, and people don't see that. People see the success, you know, or see the end result and go, oh man, that just came out of nowhere. Or oh, that, that would be easy to make. Or that, but a lot of people don't see the blood, sweat, and tears that go on in the background. And I think you've got to be in it for the long game and have a lot of patience, you know, to, to do this. And thing. it is the, yeah, it is the waiting game. So yeah. pretty much, you know, 
to start one process, you can't do that until the next one's finished or you've got that signed off and then somebody else has to do something else. So it's all about just keeping everyone in the loop and keeping like everything together so that you know what stage you're up to, when it should be coming through and that sort of thing. And, yeah, it, it is a waiting game, definitely mm. a waiting game. God, you really got to know why you want to do it, and you really got to be—you really got to be serious about it, don't you? But oh, yeah, I still reckon there's a lot of people out there with great ideas that are just not doing them. Do you, and 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 like you said, with that lady with her hands, do you know? Like, I'm sure so many people invent things, do you know, and they never follow through. And when you're talking about disabilities, you know, like there's a, a an assisted device and it's like a what's a fork, you know, so a person with say cerebral palsy um can't grip a fork, do you know, and and they've got forks and spoons and that with just a strap that just goes around their hand, you know, and so that they can actually feed themselves and so that they have dignity, do you, you know, in the in the fact that they can feed themselves. And let's come up with somebody just going Oh, oh! What have we? What have we made that? You know, and it's changed the lives of so many. So I think that we've all. A lot of people have got great ideas. Do you know? And I, I, ho- I hope your story has inspired a few more ideas. You know, because there's so many people who need help out there, and you know, the simplest thing can make all the difference. Yeah, Dad always says necessity is the mother of invention. So <laughs> ah, that's so true. Is- where, where it's needed, somebody's going to come up with something. Yeah, that's exactly right. That is exactly right too. And and, yep. and if, if they don't invent it yourself, if it's not there, bloody invent it yourself. But and 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 yes, I know I understand that it is hard. It's like where do I do this? I don't know. Anyway, but if you just start asking, just start exploring, just start researching. Do you, you know what I, I truly believe that if you know where you're going and you, you you know what your vision is, you just put the first paver down, step on it, whatever that paver is, you know, and then go fuck. I don't know. But the the next paver always appears and it always does you know it's and that's happened to me so many times with so many things just that faith that if I start it it will unfold it it will actually unfold so and have faith in the people that you know that you're engaging because they have so much knowledge our um like engineer and patents officer there was nothing that they didn't tell us they were so open, like they just helped us beyond belief, really, because we just felt like, you know, we had no idea where to start, no idea what to do. And so we put our faith in them and they just took us on this little ride and still to this day I can ring them up and go, all right, so this is what we're doing, how do we fix it? And they will just go, right, this is this is first way to fix it. This is what we're doing. Wow. That is getting yep. the right people in your corner, isn't it? Absolutely. I, I've loved this. I, lo- I absolutely love what you're doing. I've loved this conversation. Um, what advice have you got for other people? Anyone listening who's got a little idea in their head, and I don't mean little as in um trivializing it, but what advice do you want to what do you want to say to them? Throw it out there, give it a go and back yourself because you know there's there's only one way to get it done. And if you do it yourself and you believe in it, we we didn't ever not believe that this could be the next big thing. Yeah. Um, and it's just shown with all that feedback, 
which was great to see people and, you know, just how their eyes lit up and went, <laughs> oh, my God, that is so easy. Yeah. It, it just puts it in a whole new perspective. We thought it was just us being biased. No, no, no. Back yourself. Go for it. Love it. Now, love it. And where can people find you? Yeah, so we've got our website up and running. So you can you can get them off the website, which is leadinhand.au. Um, can I, I just also- stop? Can I just stop you? Lead and lead in hand. I just I just want to spell it before. Um, so l e a d n h a n d dot a u. So not leading hand or any lead in hand dot a u. Sorry, Megan. Where else? Yep. Um, we will also be. You know, we could pop up at at your caravan camping shops or even not at the shows and things like that. So we've, we're going to be down at Sale One, uh, when's that, the end of November, um, and we'll go from there. Fantastic. And you've also got Facebook and, uh, Instagram. Facebook and Instagram. And I'll put those links in the show notes. And I also just thought, had a thought as you were saying that, um, you know, boating, camping, you know, BCF and fun, not going to give anyone a plug, but, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, you know, if they, if you could get some stockists, you know, to that would be bloody ripper. That would be bloody friendly. We have had people come to us already from caravan shops yeah. and so forth that are very interested in our product. Thank so, you. yeah, that again, that's just the feedback. That's just that that moment where you feel warm and fuzzy because you go, wow, you know, they really do see the value in our product. Yep, yep. I, well, I reckon it's a bloody ripper. So thank you. I'll, I'll put all those links in the show notes for everyone to just click on and get their bloody lead in hand and and, and change their lives because, by God, the uh, the thought of a clear shed with all your leads hanging up properly and stuff like that and your hoses and everything. Um, thank you so much for joining us and sharing that journey because it's um, it's it's really fabulous and I hope it's inspired somebody else to kickstart their idea as well. So thank you. No, thank you. It's been fantastic. <laughs> My absolute pleasure. By the way, Megan goes to a TAFE, uh, does something at TAFE, I don't know what, but anyway, that's the point, with my sister Kate. And Kate says to me, Karen, you've got to interview Megan. She her and her dad have invented this thing. And and then and then I hadn't got around to it after a couple of weeks and she texts me again very cranky that I hadn't rang Megan. So, <laughs> so now okay. I have. <laughs> so now I have and here we are so I'm very grateful for her uh, talent spotting you for me <laughs> uh, she's just been one of those followers that, that's been over exuberant and watched our progress and she's so excited for us yeah and we've had a lot of them yeah it's, it's been fantastic yeah, that's fantastic. And that's what you need. And you need word of mouth. Word of mouth is just bloody amazing. So so she's certainly in your corner, I can tell you that, because she's badgering me. So <laughs> love it. <laughs> all right. Well, you have a fantastic day. And thank you so much for joining us and um, hope it all goes super, super successfully well. Thank you so much. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Da-da. Oh, how was that? I I love what she's doing, and I and I'm going to get some because my shed is a bloody mess. In fact, it's actually pretty good, but it takes me so long to wrap those bloody leads up, and particularly those like really long fifteen volt 
caravan leads and they never, ever, ever roll up the way you want them to. And so you always got these dodgy, bloody, blobby stuff in your storage boxes and everything else. Anyway, if you've got an extension lead problem and you can't get them rolled up, or not just extension leads like ropes, um, hoses, anything like that, not your big, thick garden hoses, but, you know, like hoses for compressors or that kind of thing, um, what a great idea. If you do a lot of caravanning and camping, what a great idea for that as well. So go check out the website, Lead in Hand, L-E-A-D-N-H-A-N-D, dot au uh she's also got they've also got facebook and instagram and the links will be in the show notes but what a fantastic idea and i absolutely love the bit about the um the older woman who has um, mobility problems or dexterity problems in her hand and and now she can actually be independent and oh my god well at least in that aspect and i absolutely love it so go follow them and um hopefully go buy yourself some lead in hand uh hose rollers and i love absolutely love it all right that's it for me have a fantastic week thanks again for joining me see you next week see ya Thanks for joining me. As always, I hope this episode inspired you. If you know somebody who's taken courageous action to create something that's making a difference for other people, let me know about it. Go to my website, karenvaughan.com, tinker around there, have a bit of a look and send me a message. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, you're worth it. Your unique talents and gifts need to be out in this world. And I'm so passionate about inspiring you to achieve that. So you've listened to this episode, just say yes, make the decision and put one foot in front of the other. See you next week.